0: Welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, founder and CEO of the How to Life Movement. On Gen Z Today, we discuss practical ways you can boldly live and lead for Christ. Find out how you can have confident hope and make a difference for Jesus, especially when it comes to the Great Commission. Welcome to Gen Z Today. hello hello and welcome to the gen z today podcast i am your host jordan whitmer and i am so glad that you are tuning in to this week's conversation where every week we have a new guest usually where we talk about what it means uh, to live and lead for jesus as members of gen z this generation of today's young people and uh, uh, we also talk about how to make a difference for christ even sometimes when we're not sure how and just trying to figure out what it means to really lean into uh, living for the Lord. And and uh, every week we have amazing episodes. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If this is your 50-something time tuning in, welcome. We've had over 50 episodes now, over a year's worth of Gen Z Today podcast episodes. And, and there's amazing stuff for you to listen into. And when you're done with this one, make sure to Tune into some more because we've got amazing conversations taking place with so many friends of mine and people from this generation who uh, care about Jesus and, and want to see hope brought to our generation. And uh, this week, I have an amazing guest uh, who uh, is a has been a friend of mine for a while. I've known her since uh, she was uh, still in high school, part of How to Life uh, as a How to Life leader uh, way back in the day. Not that far back in the day, but <laughs> uh, uh, her name is Dixie Jones, and she uh, was a, a very active How to Life leader, starting in like late 2017 through about the middle of 2019. So had a, a really awesome uh, stretch where uh, she was very involved with uh, the How to Life movement, working with young people. Uh, she's from the great state of Texas, and uh, Texas is uh, a fun state and. Uh, dixie is a fun person from the fun state of texas and uh, uh without further ado welcome dixie how are you today
1: i am awesome thank you so much for having me jordan
0: <laughs> yeah i'm very glad to have you on here i've wanted to have you on here for a little bit as uh, again one of our amazing how to life leaders from that 2018 era that whole really fun season i there was a lot going on uh, uh, that year, oh that was the, <laughs> that was like the big, uh, the biggest thing that year. Well, a lot of things happened, a lot of how to life events and, uh, and including our first international how to life event, which you were at in England and, uh, and so much, so much stuff that year. T- tell us just a little bit of how you got involved with how to life back then, uh, what was your initial impression? What did you think you were getting into? Did you have any idea what you were getting into? (laughs) Because it kind of just happened and then you kind of were part of this journey for a while.
1: Yeah, um, I think, and you know this so well because I told you that whenever I got it, I got a text from my friend one day that said, hey, come to my house. Um, And typically when I'd get like a text like this from this friend, it would be like a girl's Bible study that we were doing. So I'm like, do I need my Bible and journal? Like, okay, I'll come over. I get there and it's all of the usual people that are in our Bible study that we do. Um, and then she's like, well, Jordan's going to be here in like 20 minutes. And I was like, who is Jordan? <laughs> and then this man walks through the door, not a girl in our Bible study. No. Um, and so I was very confused. I did not, yeah, I didn't know at all what was going on and she didn't give me any explanation before. Yeah. So I it was Bible study and through um, just being able to meet with you that day and talk to those girls, we decided on doing a how to life event in our area um that didn't take place for a minute. but, um, it did get me to our first retreat that we did. Yeah, um, yeah, with how to life. And um, yeah, from that point, I, it was kind of random, like how that all just started by started just saying yes. At the time, I think my number one word was yes, because I was going through a period of time that I just felt like I needed to really get myself plugged into the things that the opportunities that the Lord was putting in front of me. Yeah, so that was yeah. that was random. Um, but I said yes, to Jesus. And then I ended up going to what was it like five countries in a week. <laughs> yeah. A where I ended up, so.
0: yeah. I know it was quite a journey and Said I was a man. I mean, I guess I was nineteen. <laughs> I was a nineteen. I was I was nineteen I year old me, Jordan, but
1: a man nonetheless.
0: Yeah, yeah, a guy. Yes, a, a man. Guy, yeah, I do. was a man, and and I had a friend with me too. So the two of us we came, we met with you guys, and talked about the idea of how to life for Keller, Texas, your hometown mm-hmm. area there, where we did end up having an event in uh, the spring yeah. of uh, 2018, really? and yeah. that was that was kind of your. Your home event there that you were able to help with, and I know we just talked a little bit about like you. You went to a bunch of how to life events. You went to mm-hmm. events in Texas, Ohio. I forgot Ohio. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Texas, Ohio, Illinois, uh, yeah, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Mississippi Arkansas, <laughs> and England and Germany. You've been to a lot. You, you. Yeah. you I know you were saying it's you might you do, have yeah. you, you might have the record besides me, but I don't think so. I think there's. <laughs> some others who've been to a few more but now I have to look, to look into this and uh, and figure out who has the records for most events and someone yeah. might pass me someday cuz I'm not going to as many but probably not cuz I still go to like
1: Challenge accepted.
0: Put still- <laughs> me <laughs> we'll back in the
1: circle. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. But but yeah, quite a journey that year in 2018 had our first ever how to life leadership retreat. Back then it was just a national retreat for nine states. That was in arkansas and then and then we had the next year those international thanks to some of our our trip over to europe and things like that where uh and you were able to yeah be a part of both of those over there and uh, uh as we launched the first ever event in england uh, with uh, my friend uh, joel turton who has also been on this podcast uh, and then uh, a bunch of young people over in germany uh, who had an event in Hamburg and and those are just really cool what do you what do you remember about those events in particular in England and Germany and the young people who came out to yeah. those and, and and what do you what do you remember about those events
1: those events were obviously I think most memorable from the year just considering the location of them of course yeah yeah but also the realization that like Yes, like teens in America so desperately need Jesus now more than ever. But those countries are also like specifically England being so spiritually dry. Yeah. Like here in America, at least these kids have like probably heard um or have friends, you know, a lot especially like in the South, I guess. Yeah. More, yeah. You know, uh more so. Um, but in England it's so spiritually dry. So when they get a taste of Jesus, like to watch them worship together um was just really life changing. And um yeah. I kind of changed it form. It reshaped how I view, um, the gospel and like the urgency of it.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, and
1: also how a lot of like what, what Joel and Nadia were doing over there, like discipling their, their, um, their mates outside, yeah, yeah. their stuff, um, watching that continue in their community was also a really big thing. Like discipleship is huge and there there's a really, they have a really good way of doing it that I think, um, kind of helped me in like how I saw discipleship as a concept.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I know. I, I remember those events very well and quite, quite an adventure and uh, yeah. just seeing, seeing, <laughs> seeing an adventure in many ways and yeah. Lord really moved. And uh, it was a wonderful time. And, and to this day, we have how to life groups still in the UK and in Europe that all trace their history back to those first two events. So And and that's kind of the way that this whole movement has grown. It's just there's the Lord has used people in certain seasons to step up and and many of today's how to life leaders are building on the foundation that you helped build a little bit in there. You were kind of a a bricklayer, I guess, of the foundation of in 2017, 2018, 2019. And now today's 2022 leaders are building on that. And they don't have any idea who you are until this podcast. Now they're going to know yeah. who you are. And mm-hmm. just like you <laughs> so had that. people that came before you. And, <laughs> yep. uh, and, and that's just a, also a really cool concept for all of us to know, just like we, that's, that is overall the story of the church for 2000 years. We we mm-hmm. are all here today, a product of uh, believers who from the time of Christ that God used and his spirit used to mm-hmm. take the gospel to the nations and uh, like I think of the eras we don't really know a lot about like the 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th century like the, like there were believers yeah. then who were faithful and their faithfulness the Lord has used to get the church to where it is today and uh, yep. and and moving forward like what what is the legacy we're going to leave so getting real deep on all this, but it's, it's good. (laughs) Yeah. So Dixie, I'd love if if you could share with everyone here, I always like to ask my podcast guests to share a little bit of their own story. Just like, what is Mm -hmm. your journey with Jesus? What's it been like? Uh, How, how did you come to know Jesus? And, uh, what, what's been your journey following him And, and, and where are you today and what are you doing now?
1: Um, yeah. So just really quick. Um, I did, I grew up in the church. Um, my family is, they've been Christians. My, uh, I grew up Baptist or at a Baptist church, I guess is the best way to put that. Um, <laughs> and was always completely just like my mom was very, um, good about just surrounding us in the word and making sure we knew, you know, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it wasn't it wasn't I wasn't a stranger to the faith, but um but I probably didn't actually make my faith my own until about middle school, um, when I realized that faith was faith in Jesus was a lot more um than just going to church on Sundays and reciting my scriptures and awanas and all that. Um in fact I I think it was it was New Year's Eve of seventh of eighth grade, maybe. Um, that I was like, no, something needs to change about how I walk with Jesus. Um, because like, I, I guess I just like kind of started to understand what grace was and, and the fact that I needed it and that God did not owe me anything, but because he loved me, he freely gave. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's whenever I made that decision to be like, Lord, I realize like now, like no, my life is, is yours. It's not my own. And I want to do the things that are pleasing to you. So high school began that journey of yeses, like I said earlier. And, um, there were a lot of opportunities that the Lord put in my life that I had to say yes to, um, because I knew it was something that he was sending me because I allowed him to take my life like for, for his own work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of those things was like when I switched over, it started with something small, like switching to a high school from the original school that I was at, that I was super comfortable and happy with, mm-hmm. um, put me in a high school that I was unfamiliar with. I didn't know anyone at and, um, but I knew that was something that he wanted me to do. So I said yes to that. And then it turned into stuff such as like, I think it was sophomore year was when I decided what I wanted to study in college, which now is Bible. It is <laughs> That's like my degree. So yeah. uh, when I agreed to do that, um, started like touring colleges when I came, I go to Abilene Christian university just for, listeners um yeah, in, texas, in texas yeah and i believe texas west texas and it's an amazing school but it was one of those things that i don't know how i got here i just i visited one day and it was like give me your yes to this as well um and so i did and um same with how to life like when i decided to go to that bible study and then when i decided to go to the retreat and then when i um said yes to Meeting with Jordan, um, in Chicago. After that, like for that our leadership, um, kind of meeting that we did um, Mm -hmm. that February, just all of these yeses led to things like that spiritually grew me. Um, and it was all because of that original decision to just be like, no, Jesus, this is yours. This isn't mine anymore.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and so yeah, so it's led me to where I am today. That's kind of pretty short summation, but my story is just um, a bunch of yeses to Jesus. And that is pretty much all, all, you know, that's the whole thing. Summarized in one word is yes.
0: I love that. I think for, for many of us, that is exactly what we need to be doing. And like, sometimes we say yes too much to like Mm -hmm. some things where it's like, not necessarily what God wants, but if it is the Lord saying, Hey, like do this, then we need to say yes like yeah. i love how when when we're saying yes to god he always has our best interest in mind and it mm-hmm. might be a path that's quite unorthodox compared to what people think and uh, but when you look in hindsight at your life or if any of us that are walking with the lord look backwards and say wow look at how the lord has brought me where i am now mm-hmm. it all like actually makes a lot more sense like whoa look at that look at how Lord's been at work, and just that string of saying yeses to the Lord, I think, is really, really something, and really, really neat. And and uh, now that kind of leads into the 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 main theme and topic that we have for for this week. I know uh, a lot of us young people who are following Jesus, seeking after the Lord, trying to live for Him. uh, We have uh, uh, this sense of uh, just trying to figure out, okay, there's all these things that are happening. And sometimes life, just due to the nature of the era in which we live, the 21st century, the 2020s, like life often feels busier than ever. There's a million things going on. There's so much noise, so much noise to where we often get numb to the noise. And it's just like, what are we doing? What's the purpose of life? Obviously, we all have social media and social media is very very well proven to be something that like isn't usually a net positive for most of us and partly because it's really noisy and there's just all this stuff. And with all this noise and all this clutter in, in our life and in our world, we sometimes forget about how the Lord wants us to, to rest and to rest in him. And, uh, and whereas in scripture, there's so much about, sabbath and rest and uh, and uh, and coming coming drawing near to him who who gives us rest like we uh, we the lord wants us to be able to rest he wants us to be able to work and work is unto him and to work well and to work faithfully and i think that's a whole part of of rest but uh, but uh, this week our theme is resting in the lord and Dixie, would you be able to just share with us a little bit of some of your passion on this? I know this is something you've been passionate about lately—the idea of rest—and uh, and do you have uh, some scripture as well that you can just share with us along the lines of what it means to rest in the Lord?
1: Yeah. So, um, so like I said, I'm a Bible student at A.C.U. Um, at Abilene Christian, and one of the things that I have felt recently is like the classes that I am required to take at school are as you know, you'd expect a Bible student are all based in scripture and scriptural interpretation, uh, theology, a lot, a lot of languages I'm learning Greek and Hebrew right now. um, And it's just so packed with like, I am reading scripture all the time for my school. I'm paying to do that. And, um, and I started to realize that it became um, a lot less restful and more like homework. Mm -hmm. Um, which is very distracting, obviously, um, whenever you're trying to build, um, on your relationship with God, which was the whole purpose why I chose my major. Um, Mm. so I had to like kind of realign, you know, how to approach scripture, but uh, like whether it's homework or not reverently, and also knowing that this is a sacred time with Jesus. And so, um, one of the things that more recently I have felt God place on my heart was what rest looks like, not only based in scripture, but using other spiritual disciplines and um, like different things that I wouldn't have thought would be restful um, in Jesus. Because, like I said, I grew up Baptist. One of the things that we um, <laughs> highlight in that denomination is reading of God's word. Extremely important. Like, you need that for sure. Um, but I do think it lacked a lot of like other um, perspectives as to how you can spend time with Jesus. Um, whether that be in song or like worship or whether that be in simply like, uh, praying, like, like with your Bible closed or memorizing scripture and like reciting it throughout your day kind of thing. Um, I guess that's what I mean by that. Um, one of the, one of the biggest blessings that my professor this semester has given me in my ministry class is, um, our assignments to memorize the Psalms. So he gave us, I want to say like five or six psalms through throughout the semester that we have to memorize and recite and we do a little bit of practice in class we he gives us ideas as, ho- as to how we should memorize it outside of class I'm expecting that we would do that um, with enough time in advance that like this would really sink into our hearts and that we'd be able to recall this later on not like short-term memory kind of memorization um and I think it was it wasn't this last one but it was two psalms ago um we were memorizing Psalm 23, and this is probably one of the most um, recognizable Psalms um, in scripture, but it's the one that starts with the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, um, He makes me lie down in green pastures. And this is just a Psalm of, of rest and what that looks like knowing that the Lord is um, going to lead you besides still waters, quiet waters, right? Um, says he restores my soul? Um, and just being able to, to know that song to recite it um one thing that this professor also teaches us to do um, is something called breath prayers and he uses the psalms to do this so whenever you are in like like you're having free time or just downtown time for you to rest uh reciting like as you breathe in saying one phrase of the psalm and like ex- exhaling the next so saying like the Lord is my shepherd when you inhale and I shall not want when you exhale and doing that over and over to kind of just meditate on these Psalms and remember like what, um, scripture says about abiding in the Lord. Mm-hmm. So that's one, one way, um, that, that like discipline has been really beneficial to me. And just like knowing like in the busyness of the day, I can do this throughout the day. He made us think one, one more thing about that. He made us set a timer one day for every single hour. And he said on the hour, every hour, recite Psalm 23. So I'd have an alarm go off it. After that class, it was like 1 p.m. And I had to... like I was in a class, but internally recite Psalm 23. Super short, easy to do. Takes about 10 seconds to do it. Um, And then 2 p.m., do it again. And all the way up until you go to bed. Um, And that is super spiritually um, forming, I think. Um, It has been really just such a good discipline to make practice.
0: That's so good. I think for... Yeah, for each of us to be thinking, how can we memorize scripture, or even just, but more so, just to meditate on scripture is vital because for all of us, it like the Bible is really, really a special book because it it is the only book that truly is living and breathing, meaning that like you can read it and you will more than any other book that you read you'll get something different out of it probably every time because the Lord speaks through it and yeah. works through through his word to communicate with us because a lot of people are like, I want a revelation from the Lord. It's like, mm-hmm. great. Well, there's one <laughs> with You're a couple thousand right pages <laughs> sitting on your uh, on your desk over there. How about you open it? And, yep. uh, and again, we're all guilty of not being in scripture as much as we should be. Like I, I, I think we all yep. need to spend more time in uh, the Bible, because mm-hmm. the Bible is God's words to us, His letter to us through a bunch of different authors over thousands of years, and all assembled, and and that's what He's written to us. And and uh, uh, but yet, yeah, to meditate on Scripture, and but ultimately to to rest in Him, I think is huge. And to to lean in again to the to the idea of rest, I think a lot of us sometimes wonder, like, okay, we've got this busyness and. And again, it's not bad to work hard it's not bad to be busy it's just bad when uh, you're only busy when you aren't necessarily grounded in uh, the Lord and when you're not grounded in uh, in him like I often talk about like when we serve the Lord it needs to be out of an outpouring of uh, God's spirit in our life and that actually ties really well into psalm 23 because one of those last mm-hmm. verses is I'm like my cup is full and my cup runneth yeah, over cup
1: overflows,
0: yeah. my cup overflows and that i always think of that as like well our ministry needs to be coming from that overflowing cup and it doesn't need yep. to be like if if that cup is empty because we haven't been in the green pasture <laughs> with god mm-hmm. then uh then we're not going to be able to be very useful on uh, the tuesday mornings of our weeks when when we haven't spent Sunday as a Sabbath, or some day of the week, as a Sabbath day where we're seeking the Lord and and just resting and and not working hard just all the time. but I think the Lord wants us to work hard and to work as unto him, but also we need to rest in Him, and that work that we do needs to come from that overflowing cup. And um yeah, what what are the thoughts do you have on this, Dixie? The idea of just resting in the Lord and what that looks like and what that's looked like for you?
1: Yeah. Um, well, one of the things like, and this continues with Psalm 23 a little bit, but, um, that, that breath prayer, um, that breath prayer that I, w- uh, concept that I was talking about a few minutes ago, um, I think that there's such an emphasis on, or such a, I guess not, not emphasis. There's a stress placed on people that you have to be spending such and such time, uh, reading the Bible every single morning. Uh, I remember being in high school like I just feel like that's unrealistic like how am I gonna have time to do that um every single morning and then if I didn't check off that box I felt really bad that I did not spend time with the Lord in that way um but the truth of it is is like if you are constantly seeking to spend time with the Lord like it happens naturally throughout your day um and yes you should you should set time to study your word and stuff but if you hide the word in your heart and you have it with you all day long, then it can come up at any point. So like memorizing the Psalms and stuff, like, like I said, like whenever I was reciting it on the hour, I didn't have to have my Bible open doing that to spend time with the Lord because I knew it. Hmm. Um, and so I thought that that was super, super interesting. Um, so like, kind of realize like it takes a lot of pressure off of the time limits that we're setting on God. Like whenever we spend time, like five minutes in the word, I also think that like my mom, my mom and I were talking about this a little bit the other day, um, that she felt for a second as if she was saying like, okay, Lord, I'm going to spend 15 minutes with you today or whatever. And she felt like it was kind of like, like the Lord is not, you're not doing him a favor, you know, (laughs) like, you're not, oh, I'm, I'm sitting 15 minutes for just for you, God, you know, like, okay, what if you gave me your whole day? Like, what if we just walked with each other? constantly you know and it becomes whenever it's like less structured like that i think um and and for some people that kind of structure is good um but i definitely for one was uh, like misinterpreting how to do that structure and so i had like as a result the lord showed me how to spend time with him throughout the day um it's also really cool because um one of the things like i said i was studying in school as languages uh at the very end of psalm 23 there is a verse, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, as it says in the ESV um, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That word, um, because I knew that Psalm I knew exactly what my professor was referencing when he said this, but my Hebrew professor brought that up and said something interesting about the word used there off the top of my head. I wish I could tell you what it was. Uh, I should have looked this up before, <laughs> but shall follow me. He says, it's not like following, like you're playing tag. It's like, <laughs> he said like, it chases you. he <laughs> said it chases you like. Mm. <laughs> so like like aggressive chasing like that's the word mm. that's used in Hebrew and so it's not like we're just kind of playing a game and surely like your goodness and mercy is just going to like follow me you know behind me it's it is chasing you down like it will reach you. <laughs> mm. Um had i not had this word internally like i would never really know what he was talking about you know.
2: <clears throat> mm.
1: But it's been so good to like kind of see all of the things that the Lord has taught me through my school once I realized start like really started to press into um, I guess less about the homework and more about the relationship aspect because that's exactly where I started going here, you know, to do like to study these things is for that relationship, not for the knowledge of theology and scripture and stuff like that. But Yeah,
0: yeah. Just- well that's so good, Dixie, I think, for yeah, for for everyone that's thinking, how can I rest in the Lord? I know this is all just great stuff to be mm-hmm. thinking about, just in terms of practical ways that we can know that hey, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is, uh, and, and wants to have a relationship with us. Like like that re- that relationship with God is is something that is uh, is so important, and that has to be the bedrock of everything that we do. Even when you are a Bible school student, like I know there's a lot mm-hmm. of people who Say I'm going to go to Bible school and I'm going to study theology, but if it's all head knowledge based and isn't genuinely rooted in in Scripture, then 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 it's much more in that realm of knowledge puffing up, as Paul talks about, as opposed to knowledge for the sake of uh, ministry and living for the Lord. And like, I I think it would be really hard to, for me at least, to spend all this time in Scripture and then not be like. Wow, like I want to now apply this because I think there's a big difference between knowing the Bible, reading the Bible, mm-hmm. and then actually like wanting to apply said yeah. Bible to your life. so I think <laughs> I think it's very amazing that you're able to that you've been sharing here just about kind of some of those practical ways to to lean into that and so uh, before we're done here i we're, we're we're just about out of time for for this week's episode, but uh Dixie, could you kind of give a final if you could give a final 60 second challenge to someone. How can I rest in the Lord? What would you encourage them to do?
1: Hide the word in your heart. I guess is kind of the the theme of what we've been talking about. Um, again, kind of reiterating, like you know the word internally. You don't always have to like open your Bible to be with God. You'll have it with you know. Yeah, yeah. Um so my 60 seconds of <laughs> encouragement in that way um yeah hide up the word in your heart i think that there's some really good books out there and stuff that can teach you how to do this um breath prayers like i said that is something you can come up with on your own like you can look through the psalms you can find a phrase and you can do a breath prayer um there's also if you're wanting like ideas for this there's a book called pray pray like you breathe or pray how you breathe and it's by
2: hmm.
1: my professor that um that taught me this discipline his name is houston name's houston Heplin. my name on Hey. Plug um but that's a fantastic resource as well if you don't if you want to know how to do these breathers. And it's like a weekly, you know, thing that you can do throughout the week. So um that's my that's my thing. Like hide up the word in your heart and you won't depart from it.
0: Well, there you have it. Hide the word in your heart. It's so it's simple, yet so, so pivotal and so essential Mm -hmm. to each of us as followers of Jesus. So Dixie, could you pray for us to kind of close out this time?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, God, I just thank you so much for the conversations that we are able to have. Um, just with fellow believers, the community that you've provided um, just in your church. I thank you so much for Jordan and his heart for Gen Z um, and just the ability to talk with just these really important concepts and things that you're teaching us because Lord, you teach us all different things through different avenues. And um, it is a blessing to hear from the hearts of. Of fellow believers um, that are learning different things that are on different walks, um, and so I just pray that you um, continue to walk with us in this way, continue to open our ears to hear the things that you have for us, and open our eyes to see um, the lessons that you're teaching us, um, and just go with us throughout our day. I allow our conversations to be glorifying to you in your Son's name. I pray, Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you, Dixie. If if someone here wants I do this for all of our, our guests, if someone here wants to keep up with any stuff you put out, social media, where where can they find you if they have questions for 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 Dixie?
1: <laughs> all of my social medias. Um, you know, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok.
0: Oh all yes. TikTok. Dixie does um, have they're, <laughs> TikTok.
1: <laughs> they're all dang it Dixie. Um I make TikToks about my dog. Say that again Jesus. for us. <laughs> dang it Dixie.
0: Dang it. Dixie,
1: dang it, Dixie, my yes. my name.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So yeah, all of my platforms are that TikTok is probably the best area to to find me.
0: Yes, yes. Find Dixie on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all the above, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she's got good stuff she puts out there and funny, <laughs> funny TikToks. You've got a, you've got a couple go like semi-viral, right?
1: Oh yeah, I got my my Bible related. TikToks always get some good
0: attention, so good, good, yeah. Well, if you wanna, if you want a Bible-related laugh, uh, check out uh, Dixie's TikTok for sure. But well, this has been amazing. Thanks again, Dixie, so much for being on this week's episode. And for all of you that are listening, if uh, make sure to check out some of the other podcast episodes we have. We have amazing guests from all over uh, every week. Amazing conversations about what the Lord's doing in our generation and just how how to live and lead for Christ and make sure to check out Gen Z Today podcast, How to Life Movement. And then I'm Jordan Whitmer. Uh, you can find all of those on Instagram and, and TikTok and all the things. And and we'd love to, mm-hmm. love to connect with you. If you're maybe also, once again, you're a young person and you're like, hey, I want to do something to reach my friends for Christ in my area. Hey, you keep talking about this how to life thing, Jordan, want to know more about that please reach out to us at the how to life movement page. We'd love to talk with you and if possible, see if there's a way we can get you connected to a local how to life group in your area. And, uh, uh, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I invite you to subscribe, leave a rating or review and tell your friends about the Gen Z Today podcast. Tune in each Wednesday for a brand new episode. On Instagram, you can follow at Gen Z Today Podcast, as well as my page, at Jordan Whitmer. Gen Z Today is sponsored by How to Life Movement, with a mission to reach, disciple, and mobilize Gen Z young people for Christ. Gen Z Today and How to Life Movement are made possible because of the generous financial partnership of friends like you. To find out more, visit our website, genztoday.com. That website, again, is genztoday.com. See you next time on Gen Z Today.